What's going on, guys? Welcome back to On the Issue. My name is Clayton. I'm here with my co-hosts, Stephen and Sarah P. Mm-hmm. How are you guys What's doing? What's up? What's up? Hello. Boy, we got a pretty fun one today. It's gonna be real light and uh, hopefully a little more comedy than the last podcast. That one got pretty heated, so I'm gonna tone it back a little bit. Let's uh, roll that intro music. talking about first Stephen. i think we're gonna we're gonna open it up with uh this colorado truck driver i don't think he was from colorado but i guess his name is texas yeah from texas rogel menderos um being sentenced to 110 years in prison for vehicular manslaughter along with uh looks like do believe i read a report somewhere saying some about 27 counts um was found guilty on 27 different counts, um, including vehicular manslaughter. And I don't, I heard about this story, but I don't know a whole lot. Uh, Steve and Sarah both are more up to date on this than me, so. Well, the reason why it's in the news um, is because the guy was sentenced, I guess uh, Colorado has minimum mandatories. Um, Which is what? Uh, basically saying whatever crime you did, the state. The state is required to sentence you to a certain amount of time per count of whatever you did. Um, so whatever he was, you know, found guilty of, it all equaled up to 110 years in prison. Okay. Um, being his first time ever involved with the law, and and it, and just basically, you know, being a you know just a regular human being in society, working man. I don't know if he's paying his taxes or whatever, but I mean, he just just a normal guy. He's not a troublemaker or anything like that. First time in trouble, and was sentenced to 110 years in prison, which is obviously a life sentence. Well, yes, of course. the The problem is, is that he took four lives. Mm-hmm. Whether he meant to or not meant to, he definitely took four lives, and the outrage of the society to me I, I get it you know 110 years is a lot of time for somebody um, people get a lot lesser maybe not for killing four people but people get a lot lesser for killing one person of course but I think once I think with all the evidence that was out there I mean he was found negligent on what he was doing on the road that day yeah, you showed me the video, and the video that was taken right before the crash, he looked like he was swerving, you know? Yes, He yes. was running trucks off the road. So, basically with truck driving, just so the audience knows, I was a truck driver when I got out of the Marine Corps. I was a truck driver for about nine and a half years, and I have drove that same mountain range that he was driving. It's a, it's a notorious stretch um, west of Denver that is just steep grades. You go up to the top of the Eisenhower tunnel up to the top and then on the back side of it um, if you're going west towards you know California um, it's just windy steep I mean you're going down a mountain and he should have known as a truck driver and and I knew you know driving out of California where there's really Southern California there's no hills there's no it's all desert and so even even then when I was going through truck driving school and getting taught by a trainer of some sort, you know, they, they definitely taught you the rules of going up and down grades, mountain grades. So it doesn't matter that defense that, oh, he didn't know, he's not from, you know, that area. That's, that's no excuse to me. That's, he should have known as a professional driver not just called a truck driver because they call themselves professional drivers. He should have known how to operate his vehicle safely. Uh, I think there was, if Sarah can, I, I think three um, off-road uh, ramps road where ramps. he could have took there that are designed. Yeah, there was a few of them that he, that he passed by and didn't take. 
And I guess in my opinion, if he's, um, doesn't feel comfortable driving on a road that steep and that windy, then you shouldn't, you should pull over and make a call. Cause it he sounded would. like it had sounded like that there, what he had already called his boss and a couple of, um, um, uh, employees saying hey he's having trouble with his brakes his brakes aren't working so if that's the case why would you continue to drive on that steep hill yes or a steep downgrade yes Yes. and you just keep driving and hope it's going to get better you know these are machines they're not they don't heal themselves they don't definitely don't (laughs) heal themselves and and basically what i think what happened and i think you know the evidence showed that when he was going down the grades you're supposed to be in the same, whatever you went up that grade, and and some truck drivers they might disagree with me, um, just because of time or whatever. But I know for the safety portion of it, whatever gear usually go up a mountain grade um, on the way up, you don't ever go out of that gear on the way down. You stay in that, and you're letting your your truck do the work for you and the truck's got things called Jake brakes or Jacob's brakes, engine brakes that help reduce using your actual brakes. These brakes on semi trucks are air brakes. They're not like your typical car brake or truck brake where they get hot and they start fading. You know, basically what happens is the drum gets so hot and expands its metal that the brakes can't push up into the drum to actually slow you down anymore. And in extreme cases, I've seen them catch on fire. Uh, maybe some of the listeners out there, maybe a, been behind a truck that's going on with that, and you get that awful smell and smoke rolling out of the back of a semi. And uh, basically, that's what I think happened. He started riding down this hill. He either one a was in a gear that that wasn't appropriate for going down this hill, or he tried to switch gears. And couldn't find a gear. And I think I actually saw a report or something like that where he did say that he was trying to switch gears and he couldn't yeah, get back that. into a gear. And that happens a lot because these 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 semis are made for by double clutching, not your normal, you know, shifting or clutching on a on a, on a regular car. Which you should know. As, as a truck driver, yes, you definitely should know. Um, but yeah, that, but my biggest thing, I guess. Okay, you lost your brakes, things happen, and, and it happens to quite a bit of drivers more than what, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's probably reported. They just don't end up in the situation that he's in, in, yes. So, yeah. my biggest thing was is he bypassed three truck ramps, which I, the listeners might know, they've seen them. Um, I don't know if they have them in Europe or Asia or whatever, and I think they do. I actually thought I saw one on YouTube one time. And I think the ones over in like Europe are actually better than the ones in the United States of America, um, where it's specifically designed for a truck like that that's losing control, can't stop. You take this off ramp, and it's basically, and here in America, most of them are just big gravel pits, long gravel pits. Usually you'll see them up on an upgrade. They, they go, if you're going downhill, they'll actually go back up the upgrade. And it's designed to like when you enter it at a high speed, it slows you down by you just sinking into the gravel. Yeah, it'll probably mess up your truck quite a bit. And yes, you'll probably have to pay a hefty tow bill to get towed out. But you're not slamming into a truck. You're not you're not slamming into vehicles. You're not killing people. And then there was even the point where from what I seen where he was at, that it was kind of like a, uh, there was a median in between, a grass median. And he could have took that. He could have chose to take that and possibly flip his truck, possibly kill himself. But instead he chose to slam into the back of another semi. He purposely Purposely. slammed. He admitted it, that he purposely slammed into the back of another semi to slow him down. Mm -hmm. um, Thinking that it wasn't gonna the damage wasn't gonna be as great definitely was it definitely was from the from the video i mean it was a big fire he was carrying lumber do we know how fast he was going i have 85 yeah they were saying 85 at one point i don't know if at the time he slammed in i don't know if he was doing 85 but 
pretty quick. He's going pretty quick. Uh, yeah, to, to cause that 40, kind of it's damage. It's a 45 zone. It's a 45 zone in that area is what they were reporting. And he was going 85 at some point. I don't know if it was the whole time. <laughs> but... But what upsets me the most, I guess, in the whole situation is, okay, the, the, the minimum mandatory, you know, for whatever he was convicted of, you know, set him at 110 years. And the general public just had an outcry. Oh, how unfair. Oh, that's not right. And this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was up, you know, giving a statement. He was crying. And I'm sure he was. You know, a 110-year sentence, yeah. that's, that's a life sentence, you know. Of course, anybody's going to be crying. Um, but... I don't think I've seen too many reports or anybody asking, you know, the victims of the family members of the people this guy killed. You know, whether involuntary or voluntary, he killed them. It was his actions that took their lives. And I think, so before that they um, uh, reduced his sentence, um, I did see that there was a march of some sort, um, protest basically, um, if I uh, recall correctly, of um, family members um, saying, hey, you know, let's not, th th they're being affected still. Their family members aren't going to ever come back. Um, so they didn't want him to get a reduced sentence, and he did. They uh, reduced it down to 10 years. 10 years. 10, ten years. years. Yep. So from 110-year sentence to 10 years, you get 10 years for killing four people Is and injuring a lot more other people. 26, right? 20, 26 total injured. I believe it was. That's, That's crazy. A, and, and just and, and, and the problem is in trauma. Can you imagine? The problem the, is that that the society. I think so. What did you say, Sarah? Something like five point whatever million people signed a petition yeah. to, you know, clemency for this 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 fella. Since when are we lawmakers? And by you know signing whatever. We could just change laws. I mean, the judge clearly said, you know, even the judge said, you know, I don't want to sentence you to 110 years. I mean, it says it right here, right in front of me. He didn't want to sentence the man to 110 years. He said, but my hands are tied. The, the law is the law. And if that's what it is, and then that's what it is. You know, we see people in the news nowadays, you know, kill one person. And it's kind of questionable one way or the other, whatever you believe, I mean, you can see one side or the other that maybe they're guilty, maybe they're not guilty, you know, of, of doing it on purpose. And they're getting a lot more than 10 years. This man killed four people because of his negligent actions as a, tr a professional driver, and, he, and he's given 10 years. And I think that's ridiculous. The thing about signing the petition is that kind of takes away the democracy that we have fought for and obtained over since you know 1776 that kind of defeats the whole purpose of you know the laws of the laws and, 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 and so be it so my thing is is if you if you want to do it the right way you go after the lawmakers hey we want things changed yeah. and once that law gets changed raise the money for this guy and maybe he can appeal and get a different sentence hey the laws changed it happens all the time you know, you look at kids back in, you know, the 80s or even the 90s that were sentenced to life in prison. And then we changed the law, mm -hmm. not we wrote out petitions because we we're outraged about something. The law got changed to where they said it's inhumane for kids to receive a life sentence under a certain age if they were given a life sentence. Then it gets reduced. Right. It might be 25 with an L or... Or 25 life with the possibility of parole. We can't sentence minors anymore to just life without the possibility of parole. And so the law got changed. And that's the way it should be going. Just be, not, not because somebody signed a, a petition and said, oh, I don't think it's fair. Because maybe they're not getting the whole facts of the case. They're getting one side of the facts. Mm -hmm. Oh, he, he was this sweet guy and he worked really hard. And blah, 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 blah. But they're not getting the fact that he intentionally missed three off-ramps that could have saved these people's lives. Right? Yeah. I guarantee you out of the five million people that signed that petition, zero of them were the, the parents of these victims, mm -hmm. the siblings of these victims. 
you know, they, yeah, the family they're members. not affected by yeah, it. Yeah, the family so. members, you know, and how, how, you know, in this society of victimhood and this and that, and everybody's a victim, how dare we as a society make this guy the victim of a, a cruel and harsh judicial system when he created so many victims out there that are going to be affected by him for the rest of their lives. I mean, these people are never going to forget this guy's face or this mm -hmm. guy's actions. They'll never forget him. He will go on. You yeah. know, after 10 years... And he probably won't even serve 10 years, he, honestly. He might remember the faces of the people he killed, but he I guarantee he's not going to remember the faces of the people he hurt. Yeah. And, and all the family members that he hurt. His life will go on. And from what I understand, he's not even an American citizen. Um, oh, if, I'm not if, sure. I'd have to actually look that up. I, I want to say maybe he came out. I think, I think, what I, I think he is. Maybe I, I think, no, I, I know he's a Cuban national of some sort. Let me see if I can find it right here. You guys want to talk about Well, and then I, I also heard um, on the news of somewhere that he... What channel is that on? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, just on Facebook, really. It just must have popped up on my feed. But he had must have lied to the company that he was driving for, saying that he had more experience than he really did. Um, so he had made it seem like he's drove roads like that before, and he hadn't. So how do you feel about the uh, going from 110 years to 10 years? Because 110 is, I mean, that's, I don't want to say extreme, but, it, you know, that's Well, that's right, hard, but again. But 10 years is, like, ridiculous. Right, that's a, that's a little, I mean, for, for four people being dead and not including all the other people that are, that were injured or severely injured, um, I think 10 years is a little bit, le you know, it should be more than 10 years. Um, but I guess I'm not the person to make that call. Right. I just don't think that that's right. If it was my my family or someone I knew that was uh, killed in that accident, I'd be outraged. Um, however, 110 years, I don't know. I'm just kind of in between the, the situation on that because, yeah, obviously he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't. He didn't mean to kill anybody. Right. He, he was, but he thought he knew he, what he was doing. He definitely could have taken a different route to right. to to stop that. Whether so. it's to pull over or uh, into the um, the ramps or even just stop, because prior to that even happening, he knew that his brakes weren't right. He had made a phone call. He could have just stopped then. So Steve. If you can type and talk. Um, your Jake brakes, does that involve any other, like your air? The same brakes you use regularly? Uh, or is that completely? No, 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 no. So your Jake brakes is actually what, it, it, it retards your your engine. It shuts down cylinders. From what I understand of it, it shuts down cylinders and it actually uses your engine, uh, your diesel engine, to actually slow you down or keep you or tried to slow you down uh, without using your brakes. So is that a possibility for this guy? Could he have most Jake the whole way down? So most, so if, if you were in, say, if I can remember correctly, I think it's 45 going down the mountain grades and at some points yeah. it might be 35 miles an hour. So he should have been at least, you know, most trucks, most trucks out there have 10 gears. Um, some some super truckers and, and truck drivers are listening. They know who I'm talking about. They, you know, you're in the 13s, 15s, and I hell, I even think there's 18s. some that are 17 and 18s. But most most trucks out there are 10 are 10 gears. He should have never been out of sixth gear going down that hill. As heavy as he was, he should have never been out of sixth gear, full Jake brakes on, with that load behind him. He he was probably with lumber. He was probably in the max gross max gross weight was probably in the seventy thousand somewhere. I would assume. Uh, 
and that's probably why he was going 85 miles an hour not on purpose it just with it just with heavy. it being so with it being, being so, so heavy being so downhill down the grade yeah um it is a very dangerous matter of fact the first company i worked for told us straight up we would be say here in Iowa somewhere and if we had to go to say Southern California the quicker for us or say if we had to go to Stockton or 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 somewhere over there that you know down where you had to take 70 all the way across we were told to not even take that route if we got caught west of west of Denver on 70 we're automatically fired that's how that's how bad and dangerous that section is for trucks. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm not saying that there's not truck drivers that go out there day in, day out, drive it. Never had a problem their entire life. But I'm gonna assume that they're they're know what they're doing. They take it slow. They take it safe. Because at the end of the day, they're wanting to go home yep. to their families, and, and they're doing things the way they were taught and, and learned. And yeah, I, I, he should have known. Right, and he didn't. And so yeah, no. From what I found out about the guy, he was a Cuban national moved to the United States for a better life, whether he's illegal or illegal, I guess that really doesn't even matter. It just doesn't really matter whether he was supposed to be here or not. I don't care about that. If you want to come over here and work and make an honest living, so be it. You're paying your taxes, so be it. Um, I also did say, see on here one of the survivors of this, this young fella said, they would like to see him serve 50 years, which I think would be fair. more, a little I more think fair. Would be sure. a more appropriate sentence. I don't see where the outrage is. There should be outrage for this guy getting only 10 years. Yeah. And then, then all of a sudden we're back and forth with the people of the world determining this guy's sentence, not what our democracy is and the laws that we've had set forth is that we don't set that that stage yeah. a judge sets that stage according to the guidelines yeah and that's the way it is yeah. but yeah no i just saw that right there you know one of the survivors wanted him to you know serve 50 years instead of the 10 years you know which i mean all of us both all three of us agreed that you know it's probably a little bit more of a appropriate sentence mm -hmm. for what this guy did yeah instead of 10 years that's crazy this is nuts. That is crazy. And you know what else is crazy? Um, Sarah's logic. <laughs> so, uh, either one of you can share this story. On what? Um, how gravity works with trucks and trailers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I kind of want to hear Sarah's side of the story. Oh, so my goodness. Let's, let's explain what ran through your head on this night that we're talking about. So, we're driving south. Uh, Steve and I are driving south. Where were you coming back from? Uh, I think we were driving down to Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, driving down this mountain range, and I'm not very experienced at all no, in no. driving. <laughs> I'm just a flat road driver. I'm from Iowa, okay? Hold so, put on. it into perspective. I drove all day, um, nighttime's happening. And we're hitting about Chattanooga area, down into Tennessee, getting down towards you know Georgia. There's a little stretch of Georgia that you got to go through. That's kind of hilly, mountainy. Um, so yeah. Go so ahead. as I'm driving, I'm scared shitless of <clears throat> the truck flipping backwards. Going up a hill. Going up a hill. Going up a hill. Not going, rolling. No, no, not rolling. flipping. Because it was so steep. So you're saying as you're going up the steep grade. Yes. That the, the car or, or truck, I, we were in the truck, would actually, from the from the bump, back bumper, would flip up. The engine would go up in the from air. From the front bumper. So you're going up. 
And from the front bumper, flip backwards. Flip backwards. Flip backwards. As if the road had a loop-de-loop in it. No. 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 Do you think there's a road out there that steep? Or that's even it possible? It felt that steep. That the, the, the interstate system or the U.S. highway systems or even hell, even roads would just let you flip backwards. It felt that steep. Have you ever seen this happen? No. Never. But it doesn't mean it couldn't happen. <laughs> I felt that we were that heavy mm-hmm. and the road was steep enough. I had a panic attack. I was scared of that, flipping backwards. That you'd do a whole 180. Like you hit a banana peel. So instead of her taking the wheel and doing the right thing <laughs> and, and relieving me of driving after I drove all day, you know, I'll ask for it was a couple hours. She made me actually drive through this mountain range. <laughs> you did sleep for a couple hours. After you, I drove through the mountain range. But you did sleep for a couple hours. After I drove through the mountain range. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, no, that the logic of it, I think that's what actually kept me awake because I was thinking, <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> how, could, how could a car flip backwards? I've never seen it once on YouTube. I've never seen it any time in my life experiences. Never. Not even in the military. Apparently drove, Sarah has. I haven't seen it, but mountains. I feel like it could happen. I feel like Off it's a road real thing. driving up mountains. Never seen a Humvee, five ton, flip backwards. Never. Nor will you ever see never. it. The, the grade would have to be so steep that you would probably end up just not being able to go anymore and sliding back down the hill. Before so you, you flip backwards. You don't think you could ever flip backwards? Never, ever? never, no. never, ever. Not on a not on a highway. Not on a road. Not on a no, highway. The road would literally have to. I'm gonna use my finger to draw so you won't see it. But the road would literally have to do this, and you'd have to be going so fast, like a like, half circle. Whee! Yeah, like a half circle. And you know no, your roads that are half circles. Zero. 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 I still think it could happen. You can't happen. It won't happen. Listeners, if, like, if you could, please, when, when this is all done and you're listening, email us if you've ever, ever seen this happen, what we're talking about right just now. Just like I still feel like. Oh. <laughs> the whale. Oh. The whale. So, so, for you guys that are listening, oh. us three My wife. do quite a bit of fishing. We do yeah. a lot of catfishing. Um, yes, a lot okay. of catfishing. Yes. Now, just for the record, I share I share the biggest fish okay. record for the last two that, years. That has nothing to do that with it. Okay, just the saying. Get back just to the saying. Story. Okay, so I do hold that title. <laughs> you just want to throw do it I, out. Yes or no? Do I hold that title? Yes. yes okay. Yes, okay. Yes. I do. I do. Even though you steal fish. No. No. That's a whole new story. That wasn't my biggest fish. But anyway. Back Anyways, to back to the story. Back to your so we're talking thing. about. Oh, what even what the hell brought it up? We were I, watching people catch them. What are those? Those groupers? Yeah. Oh the yeah, groupers. the groupers. Yeah, the groupers. Okay, on, on so good. then I was thinking four hundred pound fish. So I'm thinking, what if I catch a baby whale? A whale. You never know. A whale. It don't have to be a big honking whale. It could be just a little whale. What kind of whale? Like a baby beluga whale. A baby beluga whale. <laughs> How much do beluga whales? Or weigh? even, even a. Just look up the smallest whale. Even Let's a see. sperm whale. You're a sperm whale. <laughs> even just a little one. No. Yeah. Not only would that never happen, but whales don't eat bait. They don't eat fish. I could snag. They them. eat plankton. So that's it. I could snag him like I snagged the snag turtle. him on what? His <laughs> skin? <laughs> it's gonna so, rip out. So, so to put it in perspective, uh, we'll just say uh, an average sperm whale, eighty thousand pounds, weighs around thirty-five to forty-five tons. Oh, even a baby one? That that is. That's if not I'm a baby. Doing my, that's my a baby. Math, eighty thousand pounds. Seventy to ninety thousand tons. Pounds. I mean pounds, yes, p- pounds. That's more than that's more than a fully loaded or compared to is like you catching a fully loaded semi, moving underwater, <laughs> moving pure muscle. But that's not a baby whale. That's a full size. 
Do, what, do you think Look baby whales come out the size of a football? No. no. They're like Volkswagen. Did you know a whale's heart is the size of a Volkswagen Beetle? A baby whale would probably come out the size of a small bus. A small bus. Yeah. So, okay. A baby sperm whale. Okay. Averages nine feet long. Okay. And can weigh anywhere between 400 to 600 pounds. See? You can catch a shark. <laughs> They're big too. Yes or no? So here, here, so did you say something to her about the what do what do whales eat? Yes. Okay. So yeah. If you were, I guess what at four hundred pounds, bait? I would just cat. I would use my live bait. Your live bait. Yeah. Like a bluegill or yeah or whatever's swimming in the you ocean. You think this big so ass whale is gonna want that little ass bluegill that Maybe. doesn't belong in the ocean? <laughs> Get him a little snack. A bluegill would die in the ocean because they're freshwater fish. <sighs> but number one, what do whales eat? I don't know. Plankton. Clayton plankton. said plankton. Uh, well, and, and I've seen them eat fish too. They might too. eat like smaller fish. But I've okay. seen them. But, 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 but usually when they do this, they group them up in big pods, like in the, in the water, and there's big balls of them. And then they come up from underneath and just open their mouth Wait. and swallow them all up. And then filter them out, filter out the water, and this and that. Yep. So you're and then one when they filter dangling, out the water. So you're one little dangling piece of bait. Yeah. Some whale's going to be like, dang, that looks juicy. Yeah. I want to eat that. Yeah. Are you serious right now? Or even if it's an accident. Just, a, just, just swimming with their mouth open. Not everybody keeps their mouth open like you, Sarah Pete. It could be, a, it could be an accident. So, okay, <laughs> listeners, I mean, if you think... Sarah's right on this, that she could possibly, possibly ever catch on a, on a rod and reel, on a rod and reel, a whale. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know if you've seen it. Let us know because I've looked it up and I can't find nothing. Any reports of somebody catching a whale on a rod and reel. I think it would tear you right out of the boat. Or then I would let go of my rod. If you were strapped, if it. you were strapped in, I mean, because they, you know, when you go deep sea fishing for big fish, they strap you in. Yeah. If you were strapped in, and you were able to hold on. I think it would. I think it would just rip you. And out. some of them fish are get, freaking huge that they get, catch. You get strapped into a in a big chair, attached to the boat. Yep. And I think what would happen is if you could hold on, it would it would tear. You out of that chair, or tear that chair off, off that boat, and you would go for a ride that you would never, never forget. Uh, you would go under the water and probably never be seen again. Then Ever. I would let go. You can't. You're strapped in. That's the, that's the problem. You're strapped in. Oh. You're clipped in. Or even if you put it on the side of the boat, it would. I think it would just snap the pole. You had to have some hefty wine. But but if if the pole did hold up, it would just drag your boat under. That's how big these things are. Even a baby one? Yes. Especially it weighs more in your boat. <laughs> They're huge. They're huge. I still think it's possible. I, you're crazy. Just Email like you us. think we can flip backwards. Email us at css.ontheissue at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Yes, definitely on that one. <sighs> My wife. I don't know sometimes about her. What is it that you say all the time about her, Clayton? I tell her it's a good thing she's not ugly. Because yes. if she was ugly, she would never find a man. She would have to become a lesbian. She would be the man in the relationship. She was ugly. She you would guys. be fucked in this society. <laughs> she's not the smartest bulb, but by golly, she that's, is beautiful. That's true. That's that's a lie. I'm smart. You are smart at certain You're things. smart when it comes to, like, vapes and... Yeah, doing dishes. Yeah, You're pretty yeah, good at that. that. You're not even good at that. <laughs> that's but when not, it comes that's to common not sense. a strong skill of mine. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> that's why you're going to be our maid. <laughs> We're trying to make Clayton here our maid around the house. We're going to we maybe uh, give him a room and give him a little tutu and some little dusters and yeah. let him do his thing around here. Yeah. Let us know in the comments how much he's worth. Not a lot. <laughs> Be generous. He you, he is a good cook though. It's cold outside. You know that. Definitely cold. We know that because yeah. we spent the last what was what did you say total probably hour and a half 
outside towing this piece of shit truck that I bought. It's so cold, it wouldn't start. Yeah. We had to push it four, yeah, had to four come, times. You, you guys had to come get me. We had to come to get Sarah the Ox push. to push this truck. Yes, yes. Definitely had to get the trunk in the dunk. Or whatever the saying is. <laughs> the old uh, junk in the trunk out. Because Clayton and I, we tried to push the, the, this truck. And I'm no, I'm no slouch. I'm, you know, about 6'1", 240, 245. Clayton's 6'3", six, 6'4", six, six, or six, whatever, 6'5". Probably a good... 255, 255 260. 260. We're pretty strong. I mean, pretty good-sized guys. We couldn't move the truck. As soon as Sarah came out there, I said, T put your back into it. Truck was moving at a brisk we could have got a speeding ticket. You know what I think? Sake. You know, you know what I think though. I, I, I have to say my boots helped. They the got boots. good. You grip. got some traction, did you? Yeah, I got good grip yeah. at the bottom of my more boots. Of the ground pressure. <laughs> the center of gravity yeah. was fucking low. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, uh, I got definitely got a call this morning. Uh, went outside. It was about six, negative six. I don't know with windshield. With the windshield, about negative twenty, thirty. It was pretty cold. I mean, it was cold enough to freeze a lot of things, and the uh, the trucks definitely rough time starting. Um, but I got a call this morning. Oh, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, well, I'm just sitting here. Well, can you help me? What's going on? My truck won't. I just need a jump. That's I just what I need started a jump. With. Yes, definitely <laughs> said I need a jump. So I get over there, yeah, I'll do it. Get over there and uh, <clears throat> open up the hood on his truck, hook up my jumper cables, and try to fire it up. Nothing. It's not wanting to fire up. It's cranking over, doesn't want to fire up. So I start kind of just searching around inside this truck of Clayton's, inside the engine bay. Look at the oil. Barely any oil on the dipstick. Barely. Open up the antifreeze reservoir. Barely. Barely any antifreeze in the <laughs> reservoir. What else was... Oh, the, the hood wouldn't stay up because the hood what, hood the, shocks... The lifts wouldn't the hold it up. Were the thing was unplugged. The then, engine thing was unplugged. Remember the heater? I don't uh, use Yeah, that. he has an engine heater plug-in, but swears up and down it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work <laughs> because it doesn't keep his engine nice and hot when he gets in. <laughs> Because that's not how it works. But I didn't anyway, know that. There was another thing that was probably <clears throat> pretty low, but I can't remember what else. Your fuel. Fuel was a little low. Fuel had a quarter tank. I mean, it was enough to where it probably wasn't that freezing. But what I'm thinking is, is that you know your fuel filter was probably had some water in it and it froze yeah. up. So we spent a half hour trying to start this truck off this jump. Definitely did. Didn't work. We went to auto. We got auto parts. Yeah, AutoZone. Not auto. AutoZone, but Advanced, Advanced Auto. Advanced Auto. Yep. Got, oh, Jesus. Some oil. I think hood shock. $100 worth of stuff there. Yeah. Yep. Came got back. Back. Nothing. Got back. Over nothing. Nothing. Not even Ether wanted to start this. We were spraying you know, this. Ether into the airbox. Still didn't want to start it. So we went and got a trailer. Came and got the trailer. Hauled it into my place of business. Which is, has a big heated shed and sat in there for about <coughs> 45 minutes. Letting it thaw out and finally got it. Finally got it. Finally um, got it. You guys got some nice sweatshirts out of it. Yeah. Definitely got a nice sweatshirt out of it, didn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure did. Definitely stole those. Definitely um, did not steal anything. No, didn't. I I learned those. I worked for those. <laughs> I don't want I our listeners them. thinking that we're some kind of thieves or something like that. <laughs> definitely not the case. No. But uh, definitely some nice, nice sweaters from your from your place of work. Very nice. And yeah, no, I was glad to be able to help out and get get you going again. And just don't call again. Don't yeah save this time. Next time, call the actual record record service. Yeah. And, uh, and Clayton, I gave you made fifty bucks. You can, you can you can you can pay what you're really supposed to be paying. Hey, I get the buddy fee, fifty bucks. <laughs> the stepson fee. The, the unwanted stepson fee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah. no, is is definitely, you know, I know that you would be there for me if, if needed be. I think there's been times where you picked us up or picked me up from kayaking and mm-hmm. um, floating down rivers and definitely don't have to and, and you've gone out of your way to help me out. So I think that's what makes friendships, you know, so important these days is you know, doing things for people that, you know, you really don't want to, but <laughs> by golly, you're a friend and I'm going to help you out. So I appreciate it. Well, yeah. That's what I, with you too, love. You know, Sarah, that's why I keep you around, I guess. I, I keep I you on your toes. She don't do much for us. She don't do much for me. <laughs> but when she does, I really appreciate it. it. Really that wiggle really counts, huh? <laughs> it really counts. So, yeah. So, yeah, you guys got to let us know in the comments, you know, about your thoughts on this this truck driver out of Colorado look it up I mean it's all over the news um, and give us your feedback on on what you think is going on with that or, or your opinions definitely would like to hear some other people's opinions about the whole situation mm-hmm. whether you know I mean he's supposed to whether you know he deserves what he initially got or whether he deserves what he got in the end you know or Maybe you Being know in the middle. something in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely would would love to hear from you guys and and what your guys' thoughts are on that. You just always got to keep in mind too that I'm 22, and you're 70. I'm not 70. So you got a little more experience than I do in the uh, in the real world. Definitely not. I get excuses 70. to be stupid. Definitely not 70, but um, getting close. And yeah, a couple and I, years. And I understand, you know. You know, with age comes experience. You know, you start seeing more things, experience more things. Um, even with, you know, somebody like Sarah, she's probably, you know, we're close to the same age. She's probably experienced some things that I've never experienced and knows about Definitely those kind of things. And, baby killer. <laughs> and I know, you know, some things that she doesn't know. And we definitely learn a lot from each other. And so... So, yeah. What was the uh, the second topic we were going to talk about? Oh boy, Sarah P. I know we I know we kicked around about the lady, the, the cop up in Minnesota. Yeah, and then you had a better one. We were talking about. And I, did, I didn't know about this one at all. Oh, the tiger. Oh, the, the tiger. Oh, yes, God. the tigers. So yeah, Harambe two Yes, yes. Last night, Sarah asked me. She goes, "Did you hear about this guy in Florida?" I do believe you said mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Naples, Florida. Yeah, Naples, Florida. He is a cleaning, a cleaner, a third-party cleaner at the zoo. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming. I mean, I guess it's so new that I don't know the details of all this. But I'm assuming he jumped one of the barriers. Two of the barriers. Two of the barriers. Wasn't supposed to be in that tiger area at all. And this is like some, from what I understand, this is like an endangered an tiger. An endangered species. Yeah. There's yeah. less than 4,000 tigers in the entire world. This is like less than that. This is it, like some. I think it said 400. If I, I think this one was oh, like, like a, species. Yes. yes. Okay. This species of tiger. I mean. Uh, I, can't, I, I, also, I can't remember what kind, what species it was. There's like Bengal tigers. But, so this. What name of this? Naples. Naples. Naples right? Zoo. Um. So I first heard about it a couple days ago. And I actually watched the video when it first surfaced, and it was unedited. So now they've got everything all blurred out. But when I first watched it the other night on my phone, laying in bed, it showed the cop, the cop cam getting, getting a 911 call from the man the that's cleaner. got the tiger. Yep, yeah, the okay. cleaner. The, the guy in the, with the tiger encounter. Saying um, that he's ripping his arm off. So, it, during. He called the cops while his it, arm was getting ripped off? Yeah, called 911. Um, so, a cop pulled up and he meets, uh, he meets another employee at the zoo. The lady didn't even know this is going on at all in the tiger um, area. And uh, so, they get over there. This man jumped at least two barriers. Crawled over two barriers to. I don't know if he was petting this tiger. Trying yes, to pet this tiger. Yes, definitely says right here that he was uh, trying to pet the tiger through an enclosed fence. Yep. So stuck his arm through to pet, and it's dark, super super dark in this zoo, and the tiger came up and 
tore his arm off. Still, still had, still had his arm. When the cop get, when the cops, multiple cops got there, um, through this fence, and I mean it's a, it's a pretty hefty fence. And they're over here, the cops are over here trying to say, oh, get, let him go, let him go. Uh, they wanted to get a, um, what's it called, a, the dart tranquilizer. And they didn't, no one had, no yeah, they one were had saying, one. You know, do you think we can, you, we can tranquilize this, right. you know, and definitely, definitely is, I don't know if anybody's ever seen something get tranquilized. It but takes it, a, it takes a while for this while. to take an effect, you know. But, it's no, not but no one had one on them, so... At the the first video that I watched, the cop um, shot the tiger in the head. Is what it looked like to me. Is he shot the tiger in the head? He the tiger obviously let go of the man. They pulled the man out, and it showed his arm all mangled, blood everywhere, and now it's all blurred out. But oh yeah, it was definitely pretty graphic. And then the tiger um, took off in his um, enclosure, and then they found him found him dead uh, a little bit later, which. Now they're talking about charges for this man, uh, putting uh, charging charges against him. Which, yeah, which because what was he doing out there? He had no reason to be over there. Why would you? Is it? Yeah. Why would you put your arm in an enclosure? And now, and now that tiger's dead. You know, and that's. I think that's bullshit. And so. the thing is, well, I guess I don't know how it would work, but did they never thought to try tasing this tiger? Is that, is that not, uh, does that not work? <laughs> he sound like some of these people out here that, oh, he's got a gun. Man, we should tase him. No, well, right, this, this, this no. cat is, you know, potentially is going to eventually rip this guy's arm off. There's nothing yeah. he can do about yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to happen. He is not going to win I mean, this tug of war. The arm was already ripped cat. off. Um, I don't. The think arm was, was already ripped I off. I don't think it was ripped off. I think it was still there, still attached, because he was up against the fence still. It is all mangled. It was all mangled, but yes. it was not ripped completely off. Oh, sure, sure. Off. Okay, maybe. So not. it was still there. Uh, to tase this animal, you yeah, know, that, it that wasn't going to be one of those things where I think that was going to be a viable solution for these guys. And just put it into perspective, the Malaysian tiger. They estimate the population is was estimated at eighty to a hundred mature individuals. So that's how endangered this species is. Yeah. That in the world, um, there's only eighty to one hundred twenty of them, and and the cops had to kill one of these these yeah. tigers yeah. because of the stupidity of this dude of reaching his hand in. And I guarantee this guy. Has probably done this multiple times. Probably. I don't think this was his first time. Yeah. And I hope they go back and find, you know, video evidence, if they can, of this guy doing this before. Because I guarantee this happened before to make him think, that, oh, I could just stick yeah, my hand. Yeah, no one comfortably walks you know, up to a tiger. No, and just know. start sticking your freaking hand yeah. in. I think it maybe started out on the outside and then gradual progressions. Touch it here thinking, and oh, we're comfortable with we're, we're mm. bodies and this and right. that. And the, the tiger's probably thinking, yeah, I'm just waiting, bud. Waiting for you to stick yeah. that hand in here, yeah. and I'm gonna. I'm I'm so yeah, because I'm not that. sure that, and they didn't really, they weren't quite sure on the video if he had something that he was trying to feed the tiger, or if he just put his hand in just to pet him. They're it not. just says he was trying to pet it. I mean, right. I, who yeah. knows? But uh, definitely, this guy should be held liable. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Not only for the cost of the police, the ambulance, the fire department, everybody that got involved, he should be paying them back. Plus. The cost to the zoo and, and probably criminal, you know, yep. right, you know, criminal actions against him as far as just being a dumbass. Who does yeah. that? Yeah. So do you, I don't feel sympathy for anybody that owns a pet tiger that gets killed. Sure. You own a, a freaking animal that's, that could potentially kill you. Yeah. That would be like me putting a shark in my bathtub <laughs> and getting in there and taking a bath with him. That'd be dumb. Yeah. Even a baby shark. <laughs> Even a baby shark. Even a baby shark. just dumb. Yeah. So these people that own bears and cats and snakes and all this other crap. Chimpanzees. Chimpanzees that get yeah. their faces get, ripped yeah. off. Yeah. You know, I, I have no sympathy for them because you know the risks that are 
involved with all this. Yeah. And so. And this guy didn't own it. You he know. didn't own it. But no. he was thinking that, oh, we're cool. Mm-hmm. And you're not cool. You know? Yeah, yeah no, he, he. You walk up to a gorilla. Put himself in that And go situation. to fist bump it. And get your arms ripped off. Yeah. Well, you're a dumbass. So what do you think about the cop shooting the tiger? Because obviously, hmm. to most people, a human life is more important than to the tiger's life. Than, a, than an animal's life. Um, but this tiger was not. I mean, yeah, he had his fucking arm, but he, that tiger wasn't going to kill him. He so, just rip his arm off, so, which sucks. But so I think if it happened in the wild, say this guy was walking through the wild and he was attacked by a tiger. Now, both of you belong in that domain. It's not the tiger's domain, and you can say whatever you want, but it's not his domain. It's everybody's it domain, is. right? <laughs> in the zoo, that's his cage. He's caged for a reason. He's put in that cage for a reason because he's dangerous. Now, if you enter that, yeah. that's not your domain. That's not your world. You shouldn't be in it. You shouldn't put your hands in it. Yeah. You could, shouldn't be anywhere near this. To me... I don't know. I, I, he I was guess just I, doing what tigers do. I know. He was doing what tigers do. But I guess I have a feel. I, I have a different feeling probably than most people. I, I guess if it was me and I could have got away with it, I would have just let the tiger rip his arm off. Yeah, I would, probably would have too. I, I'd be like, I'm not shooting this animal. No. Because it's not the animal's fault. Yeah. I, it's I probably, your yeah, fault. I, I agree. You deal with it. I'll just turn around. Do whatever you gotta do. Yeah, look, you know what? Know. We'll put a tourniquet on your arm. We're gonna cut the blood flow so you don't lose more blood. Yeah. And let this tiger have your arm. Have your little your uh, little snack, I suppose, because he was the dumbass that put his arm through that cage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's that, and then there's also the media side of things. Well, of course. You of know, course. what's that cop going to get? Oh, the amount well, of ridicule. So during the video, he's oh, he's attacking me. He's attacking me. No, he's not. He's not attacking the, the you. You attacked him by going him. into his space. Attacking but him people, is not everybody will see it that body. way. Of course, right. everybody's got two sides of a story. But I'm just you asked my side of the story. Right, right. And so the, I understand where they're coming from. They're all oh, humans' lives is more important than you know this animal's life. But to me, he put himself in that situation. You know, if you go out here and drive on bald tires in an ice storm and get stuck in the freaking snow well you knew you had bald tires why are you out there you're dummy don't do dumb things you don't you know what's the saying you play stupid games win stupid prizes you win stupid prizes and he won a stupid prize yeah yeah at the same time I guess I can understand why they put the tiger down because they probably would felt, and I don't know for sure, and I, probably though, they would f- be held liable if this tiger would have killed this guy. Why didn't you do something about it? Why didn't you or stop even just this? rip his You're arm the off? Police. The, the, they would already get stuck off. with the medical bills, you know. I would just like to slap this guy's parents for calling him River mm-hmm. as a man. He's a man. His name is River. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the really? hell? You deserve to lose your arm. If you're a man, name River. <laughs> That's rude. That's how I feel. Truth hurts sometimes, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Sorry if anybody's out there named River. That's a man. I never met one, but... Never have. Never, never have. Apparently the tiger never has. Have. Freaking parents nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, it's just one of those things that I just... I couldn't believe that this idiot would slip his hand through a, a fence like that and think nothing bad was going to happen to him. And then, you know, he wasn't crying until the police showed up. You know, he, he was nice and calm. And then when the police showed up, then all of a sudden he's, oh, this and all, oh, shoot it, shoot it. You know, he's ripping my arm off. I guess I'd have been like, if I was a cop, I guess I'd have asked more questions. Yeah. I'd have been like, how'd your arm get in there? Yeah, Tiger didn't reach out and grab yeah. you. No, definitely didn't. Through two barriers and yeah. a fence. <laughs> two barriers and a fence, yeah, yeah. How did this happen? I'd have to, you know, start asking a couple questions and maybe give the tiger a little bit more chance to, you know, get the arm and do what tigers do. 
Because it wasn't pulling. So, like, in the video, it showed the tiger wasn't trying to pull him through the fence. Because, I mean, he, he, I don't think he could have anyways. But he wasn't, like, pulling him to the point where he couldn't move. Uh, he definitely only had his arm. I'm sure that they could have done something to make him let go. Hell, he, they probably could have shot him in the foot. They didn't have to shoot him in the damn head. Well, I don't know about shooting him in the foot, but maybe in the backside or, you know, in the shoulder somewhere. I, I, I don't know if the cat was shot in the head. I don't know that. It looked like he was. I, I don't or know. close to the head, I don't at know. Least. But, yeah, you know, I mean, point a, a cat's point, a pretty good-sized cat, even blank. though they say this is one of the smallest species of, of tigers. But, I mean, it's still probably a good-sized tiger. Um, could have probably maybe shot him in the, what are they called, in the quarter hind or backside or whatever you know and and i'm sure that the animal would let go even then yeah. and probably say probably walked around with a limp the, but the animal survived. might have even let go if they shot towards the ground and scared him you don't you, you would never you never know you never know and i think what the cops are trained to do from what i understand is they're not trained to shoot to hurt right they're trained to shoot to kill and to eliminate to eliminate uh-huh with the most effectiveness the, the the danger at hand yeah and so i, I think that. that's what they did and i don't blame any fault on these on these police officers no at all and they did what they were trained to do and save this man's life or say at least saved his arm well no he should the, be grateful the, the to these, these officers unsavable and um yeah he should be grateful and we got a little bit of time left so while we're on the topic i kind of want to touch up on the miss kim potter story oh just uh, just a little touch up because I think we're all on the same side of this one too so on how ridiculous the, it is. We're talking about the cop up there in Minnesota, the female yeah. cop. Yep, thought it was a taser, taser, but ended up shooting this mm-hmm. whatever young man yeah, yeah. that had a bunch of warrants out for his yeah. arrest, and then was a resisting arrest from another officer, mm-hmm. um, and she was convicted, I do believe, yeah. of second second degree. Oh. Manslaughter, I think. Yeah, and I just I don't know. There's another one. Um, Probably negligence of a firearm. Yes, I, would I believe imagine. So, something negligence. I can't remember exactly how they specify it. I just don't get how you can mistake a three pound, you know, two three pound handgun with a six ounce taser. That's just ridiculous. Well, you know? no, the the taser was a it was a bigger one. It was like a gun. Well, right. They're still not that heavy. They're no. not metal. No, definitely, you know. definitely should know what you're doing when you're. So it says right here. It messing says, with says, a says, gun says, and a taser. First and second degree manslaughter. She was convicted of both of them. Okay. Um, and something negligence. I don't, I don't think she's been sentenced yet. No. Um, I guess my personal feelings on it. You know, she was like a. a on the force for like 20 something, mm-hmm. 20 plus years. Never once discharged her weapon. Never once discharged her 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 service her service weapon nor her taser. And she's never once had a, a criminal complaint against her, not only in the department or from a uh, from so, anybody in the like public. Like a civilian, yeah. <laughs> And for her to confuse <coughs> her weapon for a her, her service weapon for a, a taser is beyond belief. There's just no way that I can believe, even in the heat of the 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 heat of everything. That she she made that honest mistake. I just I just can't believe that because, like you said, the weight is so different, and the feeling in the hand is so different. One's yellow for Christ's sake. Yeah, but so. <clears throat> and even one, on, they showed her belt, and the pistol, her service pistol, is on her right side because she's right-handed, and her taser's on her left-hand left side. side yeah. So she would have to make an awkward, yeah. awkward movement. To go for that, um, that that taser, and it just doesn't make sense that she didn't understand what the hell she was doing. 
and end up shooting this guy. Now, I do believe, and I think the 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 I mean, the the defense should have hit more home. That even if she pulled her pistol at that point in time and shot him, she was within the Minnesota law. She was within her rights to shoot him. to do that. She was definitely within they the law to do to shoot him. In the trial, they did pin. They did hit on that, and <coughs> they, they, they were there. A little bit there more. were there were definitely. But I think the thing is. I think what damn her. She, she didn't. She didn't. Um, let's see how. So she didn't try to pull her gun out and shoot him. She. She thought she it was something thought, else. Right. So. She, so and, she, and clearly, so I, after she did it, you know, her reactions were, "I made a mistake." Yeah. It clearly yeah. showed. She was crying. She broke down. She was out of the fight. She didn't go render aid to the to the to the young man that was in the car. <clears throat> the other two officers ended up going to do that. I think you can hear her in the videos, you know, saying something about, oh, I'm going to go to prison for the rest of my life. You know, she she knew, I mean, she was definitely explaining she knew she messed that up. she messed up. Yeah. She, she didn't mean to do whatever she meant to do. Now, do you go to prison for st stupidity? No. But... If you're just dumb, you're dumb. You don't if you go took to prison a life, for being then, dumb. I mean, but you you took somebody's life, yeah. and you didn't mean to do it, and you said that you didn't mean to do it. Then, and I think it'd have been a different story for her if she would have stuck to her guns, did what she did, and rendered aid, tried to save the man's life or whatever. I where, think this would have been a whole different story. Where was this kid shot at? <coughs> did they did in the chest. The chest, I yes. believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely in the chest. So it was, you, you think it, I think it was a mistake, you know, it was an honest mistake, but it was one that shouldn't have happened. Definitely shouldn't well, have yeah, happened. Well, yeah, because she should have knew the difference. years on the yep. right. She should have knew the difference between <clears throat> her gun and her taser. And I think these, and we were talking last night, Sarah, that, that you know, with, with cops and this and that, and, I, and I, I don't know what could be done to help desensitize some of these people, you know, you, I can't even remember what we were talking about, the whole situation at hand. That you know, some of these cops out here they just get desensitized. What was the incident that we were talking about? Um, where day in and day out, they just go deal with the worst of the worst you know, the, the criminals of the world, the domestic violence calls, the just, just, just ugly stuff, you know, that, that most human beings don't have to deal with on a day in and day out. These people deal with it all the time and, and they get desensitized. They're just like they don't care. <coughs> to I can't, what? Yeah, I can't and I even put what, it into the same 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 we aspects of about. what she does for a living, um, taking payments, day in and day out. She's dealing with people. You know, same you, bullshit. You get the same. All you the get time. people that come in and pay their payments all the time, and it's usually very little react. I mean, interaction with with these these good people. They make their they call in or they come in. They slide their money through the window. Or whatever they make their payment, and you don't see them for another week, month, whatever it may be. But it's the ones that you have to deal with, and on a day in, day out basis, that do not want to make their payments, and you get desensitized to their excuses and their their bullshit, basically, because you know you, they're lying to you. It's it's over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I think we were talking about the George Floyd incident. That's what it was. Yes, that's dude what, was exactly on his what neck. it was. Yep. Regardless of the situation, dude was wrong. The cop was wrong in that whole situation. But I can see where he was probably desensitized yep. um, dealing with criminals. I'm not saying what he did was not wrong. But I could kind of see that maybe the, the police force needed to say, okay, let's put somebody out here on the beat, I guess they, what they call it, the beat, dealing with you know bad people. And maybe for a little bit, and then bring them in and give them a little cushier job so they can decompress a little sure, bit, yeah. de-escalate everything, and then maybe go deal with more positive things in, yeah. in, in, the, in the community. Instead of all the bullshit all the time. <clears throat> Instead of all the bullcrap all the time. You know, maybe put them in a school somewhere or, you know, liaison officer or whatever for a little bit, and then put them back out, you know, after they decompress a little bit. I, I, I think... 
there there just got to be something more in it than what they got right now and i think you know i'm not saying that all cops need that i'm not all and all humans are different and at the end of the day a cop is a human yeah Uh, they're not robots and and so yeah but yeah no i think we were talking about that could you imagine if cops were robots could you imagine that it's cut and dry point blank cut and dry well, a robot, it doesn't go off your emotions. It doesn't go off your feelings. It doesn't go off its emotions, its feelings. And so you do X, Y, Z, you get A, B, C in return. You know, you resist arrest or whatever. You might get shot. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is. <clears throat> and so at least now we have, you know, humans as, as police officers that have emotion, have feelings. And, I mean, I think that was that one we watched the other night. The police officer just let this guy... The, the guy was trying to take the police officer's pistol mm-hmm. off his belt. And the cop ran away. And the cop was running away. I don't have it. I don't, I don't even have my gun. Blah, 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 blah. He was running away from the... And, and the bad guy, oh, you just a rookie. you just a rookie. And this guy would not do anything to this guy. Pointed the gun directly at his face. And still didn't do it. Said anything. he was going to shoot him. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And still was running away. I think yeah. I saw it on, uh, <laughs> not to bring him up again, but Officer Brandon Tatum's uh-huh. uh, video. Yep. I think I was, yep. see- I was seeing it on that. And he was talking about what's going on. What the hell this guy shouldn't thinking? be on the police right. force. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and like that, what was they They were talking about sending social workers to, to domestic violence say, cases yeah. and this and that. And then you, next thing you know, you see this domestic violence case where... Cop, two cops get shot, and yeah. guy's trying to kill the mother of his, you know, kids, yeah. and this and that. And it's like, okay, what was the social worker going to do there? Right. Absolutely nothing. No. Because by the time that call happens, things are have gone too late. Yeah. By the time the cops get called. Yeah, that's usually the case. It's... Everything's way too far gone. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I just think, you know, this lady, she deserved what she got. And... Yeah. Now, do I think this guy was a productive member of society? Absolutely not. Probably I hate not. when they paint these people, these criminals. I mean, career criminal, proven career criminal, as oh, they're such but good boys, and he was going to change his life around, and he only he was going to college, and he was going to be. But the maybe fu- he, he was going to be the fucking was. president. You know? No, no I doubt he would have been no. the president. But he probably may, maybe he was trying to change his life around for his child. That he was changing be. his life around no. for his child, running from the police. Mm, no. This man, not this, this young man, if I'm not mistaken, beat somebody so bad, paralyzed them. Paralyzed. Yeah, not, them. I don't know about that. Paralyzed them. But I guess at the end of the day, he didn't need to be killed. He did not. No, of course not. So. Of course not. I think it's a good stopping point. We're pretty far into this. Yeah. So, that'll wrap it up. I got, yeah. one, more, I got one more question, I guess. How's your guys' new year? Uh. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> COVID, 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 COVID. Shame on everyone of you. Old Omicron caught the, uh, the, the family here. Um, the old Sarah P over here decided she was going to bring it home and Give it to the family. This so. bitch was going to cough in my face. Yeah, she definitely wanted to cough, cough on me. She was going to cough on me to get me sick. That's that's chemical spread, war. You're a terrorist. Spread the wealth, man. She wanted to spread the wealth. Yeah. That's terrorism. Corona. Corona. <laughs> Purposely spreading illnesses is yeah. chemical terrorism. Corona, the new herpes, man. Prove it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. keeps on giving. Yeah. All right. I think that'll do it for tonight. All right. Good night, guys. Email us, email us. Email us at issue at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, Clayton11Weber. Um, anything else to add? No. No, good night. Good night. Nope. All right, have a good night.